Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Kevin McDonald, Gary Ray Hooker, Joey Devine, Scooter McRae, Rolando Lamb, Sean Keen, Patreons, Jonathan Lewis, thank you, Jonathan, Jack Brazil, thank you, Jack. Fiat Lux! Thank you, Fiat Lux! Musical guest, Menudo! And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your permanent host of Temporary! Oh my god, I just tried to upgrade myself. My uh, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with another free episode of the podcast. That voice you just heard in the background. Why am I a radio man? That <laughs> voice you just heard in the background uh, is, of course, my co-host, my best friend, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. Doing well. Great. Um, just thinking about it. NBA basketball, baby. Bum, 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 bum. I don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to continue. All right. Um. It is sad to learn that uh, Ronnie Cycli's song Practice has apparently been removed from Spotify. We did learn that from patron Damon Agnos. Mm-hmm. And... Who got who got the scoop from Cycli himself. <laughs> it's true. Um, while we're talking about patrons, it's important to do some business right off the top. Right off the top. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Tweet at us at RoundRockPod. I said that already. Or if you want to go even farther, 
give us five star reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it helps. That's what every other podcast says. So we are nothing if not. Uh, we don't know what we're doing, so we just copy other people. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> uh, call us on the phone at the number in the description of this podcast. And if you'd like to help make Round Ball Rock monetarily, and we could use the help as always, you can do that at <laughs> patreon.com slash roundrockpod, where we have a bunch of amazing tiers for you the five dollar tier you get an extra episode a week mm-hmm. um ten dollar tier buttons and a sticker and the extra episode you know what you get for 20 bucks sean I, I i don't know slammed up t-shirt oh my god yeah and then there are also 50 and 100 dollar levels we uh, have on there just as a joke um <laughs> i mean you you can't you can pledge Please. real money, though. It would be a really it... funny joke. It would really make us laugh a lot if you guys <laughs> gave us a lot of money. Um, uh, yeah, but you do get to attend a basketball game with us, right? That is what the $100 level gets, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, $50 we just... you get to be on the show. <laughs> um, you can also just be on the show. I shouldn't That's... say that. I shouldn't <laughs> no, I mean, you have to... You have to... Everybody you hear on the show has paid is a fifty dollar. Yeah, yeah, they've all paid us fifty. Katie Heindel, Dave Dufour, uh, Rook and Robin Lopez. Uh, yeah, they all they all subscribe. At we the... do pay Brett and Randy fifty dollars though, which yeah. we really got screwed in that deal. Speaking of, uh, you, our lovely readers, um, we finally we've been begging for phone calls, and we finally got some, Sean. Let's go to the phones, baby! Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342. Please give me a call. Being a robot is a solitary road. All right, Sean. Our first call comes from the lovely, the wonderful Queen Ozymandias. Uh, great, great Patreon, great friend. Let's hear our call. <laughs> let's hear the call from the wonderful Queen Ozymandias. Hello, my loves. I'm trying this again. Um... So it is election night in America. I've had a couple of drinks, so my apologies. Um, This is Christine, also known as Queen Ozymandias, and I have a question for you guys. Um, So this year in the NBA is, like, undoubtedly a year of chaos. The Suns are good. The Warriors are decimated. The Clippers are conference title favorites. Um, And in years past, sort of chaos 
in sports have portended chaos in the larger world. Leicester City wins the Premier League, and we get Brexit. The Cubs win the series, and we get Trump, etc. So going into a possible watershed year next year, um, my eyes are on the sports world to give me sort of hints of what's to come. Not that they predict anything, but I think can be an accurate sort of weather vane for the amount of chaos uh, in the air. Um, and my question is, is this the chaos of of birth and, and creative life, of, of Kawhi bringing his weird nonsense to the weirdest possible Western Conference team and thriving, of, of Zion, if he gets better, um, bringing his, like, weird big boy energy um, to the Pels, the Suns being good for some reason? Is this, like, the chaos that brings revitalizing joy, uh, working-class fervor um, with, uh, you know, Jim Boylan? Um, or is this the chaos of destruction, of devastating injuries, of me having to watch Hassan fucking Whiteside, um, of LeBron fading a little bit as a super relevant figure. Um, and when, so when we're looking at the NBA, what does this tell us about the future? Thank you, my loves. Goodbye. All right, Sean. So what is your answer to this question? Well, you know, I was trying to think about her premise because it does it does kind of feel like you've said it before that the Warriors emergence has sort of led to well, the rest of giving the... away my answer. Oh, sorry. Oh, but... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, let, yeah. Give your give your answer and then I'll I'll get okay. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My answer is that um, the world went askew uh, the second the Golden State Warriors won an NBA title. Uh, and now that they are bad in the exact same way again, um, I'm feeling pretty good. Trump's going to lose, baby. <laughs> Look, so they've I... got an overpaid guard who can't play any defense, who's hurt uh-huh. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking not about Stephen Curry. Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson are essentially just gone. They've been, it's like in uh, the, they've been leftovers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know Draymond's supposed to be back, but let's be honest, he's not really going to be back um, until next season. And so it's happening at the perfect time. Yeah. And it's it's like it feels like it's a real blow to the upper class, like like the Warriors tanking their first season at the at the Chase Center. Mm hmm almost feels like a proletarian act. Well, and I actually have a theory. I don't know if you've been watching these Chase Center games, Sean, but the crowd has actually gotten progressively better which with each <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, they were really good at the Portland game. And it's like the these scrappy, young, terrible warriors are teaching these bloodless, horrible billionaires <laughs> uh, how to root for the underdog. Right, right. The, I these, actually think this is the key to our world becoming a better place. It's 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 like Kai Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Pascal is our Neo mm-hmm. from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, I, I buy that. He's he's the chosen one. He can definitely manipulate reality. Um but also it um 
I feel like the Warriors had spent some time uh, being being uh, some bullies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, I love Draymond, but has some bullying in his heart and soul. Definitely. Zaza. But this game with Portland, it was like Hassan Whiteside bullying and uh, you know, Rodney Hood taking a cheap shot at a rookie. Uh, so it, it felt like that's, that's what the Warriors do. They get their, the real Warriors get their lunch money stolen. Mm-hmm. Joey. The real Warriors are weaklings who are too short. Uh, and oh, when yeah. they do have a guy tall enough, uh, he has a drinking problem and loses his mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or he's like very skinny. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was well, specifically talking about Andres Beatrice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was just—I was trying to think if, if Smilajic, like, like which way he would fall apart, Beatrice style. And I mean, well, it could I be believe Beatrice was hurt a majority of his rookie year too. Oh, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we can't just focus on the Warriors. No, 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 no. So I was trying to think of what was happening so i think i think i think she's right in that when like very hopeful outcomes happen it often will have like a negative effect um you have to think about what happened directly before the election of barack obama and what happened was the boston red sox won the world series mm-hmm. and then uh the Boston Celtics won the NBA title, mm-hmm. and the New England Patriots, of course, had. Well, they were yeah they in the they, middle of their dynasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They did get beat. They, you know that that seems like the Patriots. Like if, I think if I think if um, Eli Manning had not like if the helmet catch hadn't happened, Obama would have been elected, and he would have like prosecuted the Bush administration. <laughs> Because like, that uh, was the only way to reset things. Like Obamacare would have passed as full health care immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, there there would have been like 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 he would have had Larry Summer. He would never have appointed Larry Summers to a position of power because it just like the association with Boston would have just made the country revolt. And uh, it would have you know what? No bailout. I do have an argument. I uh, a, a quibble here. Okay. For something Queen Ozymandias said, though, I gotta say. Okay. Um, Jim Boylan is not um, a symbol of young working class fervor. <laughs> uh, no, he is dead. He's like dead boomer capitalism apex, right? Oh, yeah. He, Jim Boylan is like protesting an abandoned factory being turned into housing for the homeless. He's a man who will never, ever, 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 ever retire. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so yeah. in turn is, uh, directly related to why millennials don't have jobs that uh-huh, uh-huh. in the, we in the white collar, white collar jobs, you know? <laughs> right. Right. But he's still, but he's still mad at uh, at his players for for like buying avocado toast. He's like a coach who got a job based on the GI Bill. 
and has right. just never let go. <laughs> he like he bought his house for like five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with that. Um, I was trying to think of the other things that are happening now. No, the weirdness of like the chaos and the impermanence of the NBA. Um, I do think that reflects a certain cultural mode. Um, much like the theory that everybody's going for broke because they don't think the NBA will exist after climate change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a 2025 first round pick is, is valueless. <laughs> um, but I do think, I do think things will be weird. Like, like there's enough of just a, just a strange energy of like, suddenly everybody in the NBA is getting busted for roids, you know, um, the sun's being good. Is just a that's a weird well, omen. That's like pulling a Joker card when in your tarot reading. I mean, there's a reason the suns are good. Let's be honest here, and it's something we have uh, pointed out multiple times. And it's uh Ricky Rubio just makes teams better. He's like oh, a, yeah. a beautiful boy, a light in darkness, <laughs> shining for the world to see. <laughs> It also it also kind of feels like they brought in Monty Williams and Monty Williams was like, why why are we running super complicated plays with these guys who haven't been taught dumb. how to set springs? <laughs> also, we're terrible at drafting. Let's just like we might as well draft someone older than Devin Booker in the lottery mm-hmm. because at least like you know, at least he won't be screwed up by the Suns organization at 19. Like Mm -hmm. his brain will be able to form before he gets there. And then it's just like, let's just, let's just get some guys. We're 25 that we haven't, we we won't ruin them as youths. Mm -hmm. I also would quibble a little bit that, uh, LeBron is still definitely relevant. The Lakers are really fucking good. Um, I know we're all pretending that they're not because their team is weird and doesn't seem like it'll be good, but uh, their defense is legit. Yeah, I mean they incredible. have. That, yeah, I mean they have they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. That's the main thing that they still have. <laughs> well, and Alex Caruso and Dwight Howard. God, Alex Caruso! I love how much he is infuriating everyone. He's the best, dude. I love Alex, Alex Caruso. Caruso. He's, the, he's the Ken Klippenstein of the NBA. You've been into Alex Caruso. <laughs> For the record, you and uh, I have been into Alex Caruso since the second we saw him in Summer League. Yeah, in 2017, I believe, right? <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. We were making jokes the entire time about how an undercover cop got on yeah. the court. <laughs> But then, but he, at first I was, I thought he was like those weird Ware brothers from UCLA that just had been playing summer league for 10 years. But then once we were watching him a lot, it was like, you know, Alex Caruso can do some stuff. Well, he like had a monster dunk and we were like, okay, we're into this guy. (laughs) He's also, he just, it's because his hair and face look so weird. You forget that he's like kind of big. And also young and athletic. Well, he ruled in college. It just, yeah. I think I really think that the, his appearance also works to his advantage at this point. He's kind of people, who we thought Svee was going to be. Yeah, and <laughs> Svee turned out to just be like ultra strange. I think we were just into the idea that he had enrolled in college at like sixteen yeah. or something. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, great question, Queen. Yeah, really good question. And Ozymandias, thank you for calling. All I right. hope I hope the election went well for your preferred candidates for everybody. Mm-hmm. Our next question comes from Jonathan Lewis. Mm. Let's hear it. Hey, this is Jonathan calling from Silicon Valley, the worst place in the entire world. And I had a question for Brett and Randy. Um, now that the book is out on Eric Pashball and his value is uh, widely known by the league, have the Warriors front office completely messed this up by getting maximum trade value for this asset? And does that mean that their window is now fully closed for the next uh, foreseeable years since they won't be able to get anything valuable in return. Thanks. Um, Shauna, I don't think we can answer this question. It's not for us. No, it's not for us. Um, I guess let's bring those guys in. This is Slam Up with Brett Samson and Randy Ludu. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Ah, uh, welcome to a special mailbag edition of the Slammed Up Podcast, the only analytics podcast that is nested inside another podcast. Uh, I am Brett Slamson. With me, as often, is uh, Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. How are you? Uh, I'm 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 pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm on a cleanse. Oh, what kind of cleanse? Uh, you know, it's it's uh mostly uh just uh maple syrup, uh lemon juice, and lots of cocaine. So uh, you know, it just just clears out the sinuses, clears out the body, uh gets me prepared. Uh I had a big Halloween. Uh did a did a little did maybe maybe a little bit too much partying. Uh, I went to, uh, Hedonism seven, uh, which was a clothing optional costume, optional Halloween party. And, uh, I was up for roughly 47 hours, just, uh, trick or treating, making love and, uh, breaking down video. Uh, how, how was your Halloween, Randy? Oh, pretty good. Now, do you, do you go trick or treating, Randy? No, I'm, I'm 46. All right, no, but you're you're small enough that you could probably you could probably pass for. Uh... No, I went to a party with oh. an adult woman. Whoa! Yeah, she dressed up as the, it was. She dressed up as the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk, and I was the bean. Oh well, that's that's nice. That's it a that's that a nice, nice couple's costume. Somebody dropped me in a beer. Oh no! I'm, and that I'm... beer was roofy. Oh no! It was what? not good. Do you, do you do you know what happened? Were you were you abused, Randy? No. Because that's good. Because that's my job. Verbally. No, I turned out to be okay. Oh good. Well, let's. I mean, I had a really good time. I, bet. I wore <laughs> a, I, I wore a thimble as a lampshade. Oh my gosh! Danced and danced and danced. Oh my god! That reminds me of the Sloan conference in uh, 2013. Remember when you uh you accidentally snorted that tasty stick? Oh, sorry, sorry. All right, all right. I respect your your privacy, but uh, the dancing was amazing. Uh, I guess we should answer this question, even though uh, these these listeners are, I would say, beneath us 
Would you agree, Randy? I mean, everybody's beneath me. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, well, I that, mean, they're that... above me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should make a joke about that. Uh, I think I just did. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> you really are still feeling the effects of that thing. I think. Uh, so, uh, first of all, I'm going to take issue with Jonathan calling Silicon Valley the worst place in the entire world. It is uh, the nexus of our great civilization right now. It mm-hmm. is the hotbed of great capitalism. Uh, they've rejected the antiquated ideas about privacy and trust busting. And essentially they're trying to lead us into the corporate monolith slash hive mind. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about plus, the singularity. Plus my favorite food comes from there. What's your favorite food? Soylent. Oh, <laughs> you, you love that. Also my favorite drink. What's your favorite drink? Juicero. Oh, well, that's right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, so so we take issue with that one. Now, uh, so his question was, are the Warriors overexposing uh, their their rookie their rookie forward? Uh, and the answer is, of course. This that is was, a, a, That wasn't his question. Wait, what was his question? His question was if they messed it up by getting maximum value for a second round pick. Oh, oh, that they well, it's I'm saying that they exposed his value around the league prematurely because uh ideally as you and i both agree the warriors should be tanking right now uh just just as hard not well they they shouldn't be letting him score points at all that's the problem excellent point yeah once he started scoring they needed to get him on the bench and move marquis chris into the shooting guard position immediately see i i actually have a different argument though oh okay if you're going to draft someone who's 24 years old, you only are going to get three years of production before he drops off this mortal coil. So you might as well play him all 48 minutes before he drops down dead of old age. That's a good point. I just, I would, I would, he's just winning too many games for them. Either I think it they was need, a bad pick. It was a terrible pick. Too old, uh, bad body, not switchy enough. Uh, too old, mm-hmm. about to die, mm-hmm. hard to look at. Mm-hmm. Well, you do like his body composition. I mean, I, I do like his body composition. I just, I, I don't like watching him excel on the court when obviously the Warriors should be, uh, you know, ideally maybe uh, employing homeless people to come in and maybe work for food, possibly mm-hmm. uh, just they, they can they can clean up the luxury suites. I and, say play uh, the butlers. Oh, that's fantastic. I like that. Uh, play the butlers, get the blood boys in there. Uh, how about all the uh, the outsourced jobs, the people that are doing all the the sort of middleware stuff? Bring mm-hmm. them in. Mm-hmm. They pay their own wages. They they play. They get a 10-day contract, and they're waived and sent back to Bangalore. And uh, so, so I ultimately— I also think they mm-hmm. should be using the players they currently have on contract. Mm-hmm. Sell those assets, mm-hmm. invest in Bitcoin. Oh, mining. Oh. Bitcoin mining. Buy yeah. servers, put them on the floor of the Chase Center, have mm-hmm. the butlers and the blood boys dribble around the server banks that are just mining Bitcoin, making money. Mm-hmm. And while, while they're on the bench, they can run on treadmills to, to power yes, the, uh, the, the supercomputers. Well, I mean, I don't really care who powers it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
what, 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 who are we? Tom's shoes. Well, we, we do. They look any incremental savings of the electricity bill can just be reinvested into the Bitcoin. True. But I think those servers break down. You just throw them into the ocean. Who cares? That's true. I mean, that, that they didn't clean up the, the place they built the arena anyway. So, uh, you know, what's, what's, what's 10,000 more pounds of silicon in that, mm-hmm. in that water. Uh, but yes, but this says, I would agree that, uh, their window is fully closed for the next foreseeable years. Uh, and essentially this is the chase center is going to be a laser tag arena slash Bitcoin mine slash pleasure palace slash, uh, cryogenic freezing storage for a select group of executives who bought into the cryogenic luxury suite level when it was first offered. Mm-hmm. Excellent point. Yeah. So, uh, Jonathan Lewis, you owe Silicon Valley an apology mm-hmm. and, uh, you owe us $50. If you'd invented Silicon Valley, you would have invented Silicon Valley. <laughs> Randy, you are, you are high as hell. You, you are high as hell, Randy. If you knew what you were looking for, you would have seen it written on my dorm room window, pal. Mm. Uh, by the way, this, uh, this question is actually has a sponsor because we always throw a sponsor into these things, no matter what is, is, is happening. Uh, and, uh, this is actually Montrez Harrell's Montrez hair gel. Uh, this is for, if you are a man with dreadlocks of any race, it is not a race specific thing. Montrez Harrell's uh, Montrez hair gel, uh, is exactly what you need. It is not the first hair gel, but, uh, you know, it should come off when you're sick of using the other hair gel gives a, a little bit of an exciting hold. Uh, it does not defend well against hair damage or wind or sun, but, uh, it is very offensive, particularly if you are a white person and you use it to shape your, your hair gel. Uh, your hair into dreadlocks as Caucasian, uh, much like Montrez Harrell himself, very offensive. Uh, and it also pairs extremely well with uh, the sweet Lou Williams suite of facial products. Uh, it's very good. Uh, there's, a, there's a threesome of facial moisturizers that all work together in a menage of moisture. Uh, your face has never been more damp, and you can get your first trial size package of Montrez Herald's Montrez hair gel with promo code uh, burn down the chase center for the insurance money. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. So thank you. Montrez Herald's Montrez hair gel. Yeah, we do. We, we actually were investigated by the FBI because mm-hmm. we were talking about it so much. In fact, uh, at the chase center yelling very loud. I talk very loudly on this podcast. I talk even louder uh, IRL as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. All right. Well, Randy, uh, I think we're wrapping up this question. What, what are you, what are your plans coming up? Oh, I'm just going to be working on my model. Oh, oh, your, your, your statistical model. Yeah, but it's also a physical model. Oh, okay. Um, there's not much I want to say about it right now, but, uh, let's just say I need a lot of glue. Oh, oh I'm excited. Well, please don't, please don't sniff that because, uh, you could get you could get drugged again, and who knows where you would end up. You're, you're very hard to find when you go missing because of your size. Uh, that's it for Slammed Up. Uh, we'll give you back to those uh, emotional, non-serious basketball people, uh, Sean and Joey.
Well, wasn't expecting to have them on so early. Yeah, that, I, I hated that. I hated that so much. Uh, luckily, though, we did get something that I don't hate. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Sean, do you remember last episode? I do. When we had uh, Coach Dave Dufour on. Mm-hmm. Uh, a listener of ours named T2 wrote mm-hmm. us a letter uh, saying he was the only man at his workplace who was also three inches taller than all of the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were playing three-on-three basketball on eight-foot rims as a team-building exercise. Yes. And he wanted to know if he should dunk on his boss. Yes. And, and uh, yeah. We Coach brought Dave- in Coach Dave Dufour from the Counted, Count the Dings Nerder She Wrote podcast, The Athletic Zone, mm-hmm. um, to give good old T2 some actual basketball uh, strategy. And uh, the thing was a few days ago, and he called us with an update. So here is our friend T2 telling us if indeed he dunked on his boss. Hey, guys, it's T2. I want to call and let you know how the game went. Um, When we drafted, I got our school's version of Ricky Rubio and like a Chris Paul type. Um, we played two games. I took Coach DeFore's advice and dunked on everybody. Although my boss did uh, make a rule that I can't dunk anymore about halfway through. We still won, however. Uh, in game two, I played her team. And uh, since I couldn't duck, uh, dunk, I took more of a Jokic role and distributed the ball around. However, near the end of the game, I did see my opportunity, and I dunked on my boss, almost knocking her down. Um, I took the foul and the turnover. It was totally worth it. We won again, obviously. And uh, after the game, I made sure to thank Coach DeFore and Round Ball Rock. It confused the hell out of everyone, but it was totally worth it. So thanks, guys. He lived the American dream, Sean. He fucking did it. That crazy See, bastard did it. Mm-hmm. He dunked on his boss. I gotta say, this is also a positive sign, and I think Queen Ozymandias would agree. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she loves Someone... dunking on bosses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of her steez, mm-hmm. I would say. I would also say that, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, T2, I've gotta say, I'm insanely proud of you. Yeah, this made me really happy. Uh, and it made Coach Dave Dufour happy. We told him. Uh, so good job, buddy. I'm pretty sure it made the children that T2 teaches really happy, I'm sure, too. I'm sure it did not. I cannot believe they banned dunking like he was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like what happened with Wilt Chamberlain, where they had to invent rules like, hey, you can't dunk free throws anymore. <laughs> Um, amazing. All right. So those are our calls. Yep. Sean. Those are our callers. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Save that for the Bill Simmons podcast. Um, but Sean, wasn't it nice to have calls? It really was. Well, I mean, but, but only, only certain people can call, right, Joey? No, anyone can call. Oh. Uh, give us a call at, uh. Whatever the USA's country code is, uh, yes, three two three 
682-0342. Once again, I mean, I'm going to have the robot say it at the top, too. One, right. But once again, 323-682-0342. Uh, give us a call. Sean, it's the beginning of the season, and you know what that means. Is it is it time to make some bets? It is. It's always time to make some bets, dude. Uh, and you know where we like to bet here at Round Ball Rock? MyBookie.ag. You want to know why? Because using our promo code ROUNDROCK, they will match your donation. Your donation. They'll match your deposit. <laughs> uh, for every dollar you put in, they'll match you a dollar, and you'll have even more money to play with, baby. Yeah. Um, if you really want to support your team this se- this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag, baby. Uh, the off season was especially eventful this year, and the league was thrown for a loop. So use your basketball knowledge. I'm talking to you, T two. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. That's you, you being able to dunk is not going to be able to help with this. But use your basketball <laughs> knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. That's right. Use promo code ROUNDROCK to activate the offer. That's promo code ROUNDROCK to double your cash. And Sean, you know I like yeah. to look at some bets on here. We yes. all know everyone who listens to this podcast is <laughs> way, way too smart about basketball that we need to make other bets to have some fun. You know, yeah, what I just mean? to just to get some juice. And I found one of the craziest bets I've ever seen on this <laughs> website. Yes. Uh this is who will play the penguin in the Batman movie? Whoa. Uh okay. All right, Sean, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you all of them because there is no way any of these are right. (laughs) Your leader at with plus 100 odds, Uh Jason Alexander. What? There's no chance. (laughs) There is zero (laughs) chance of that happening. Can you imagine Jason Alexander fighting Robert Pattinson? Oh my god. Well, now I want it to happen. <laughs> uh your next your next person, <laughs> Timothy Spall, who I don't know who that is, but he's plus 300. Timothy Spall, I should know who that is. Uh, I'm sure he's on Game of Thrones or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He no, he's um he oh, he's uh he's in Harry Potter. Um, he's the rat man in Harry Potter. Oh, he's like Peter, Peter what's his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, he's the man who turns into a rat. Also Attic not room. gonna be the penguin. <laughs> no, he's not. Plus 500, dude. He's like, he, did, he is very good. He's like a Mike Lee actor, which is the funniest. <laughs> Plus 500? Your third, your third biggest, odd, best odds? Uh-huh. Josh Gad. Oh my god. Well, that <laughs> might happen. No way! No way, <laughs> dude! as the penguin? <laughs> There's no fucking way. All of these guys are gonna try to sing. Uh, your next guy. Could- this could maybe happen if they go full CGI. Andy Circus plus 1,000. 
Yeah, but but as we all know, they'd be they'd be talking. Well, this is how it would work if they hired um, Andy Circus. He would just be like really working on it, thinking about his costume and everything. And they're like, "Oh no, we were an animal of a penguin, mm-hmm. a CGI animal penguin that was sentient because you cannot play human beings." Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, your next at plus fifteen hundred, Dan Fogler. The poor man's gad. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, who was before the poor man, he was the poor man's gad, was the poor man's Jack Black. Yes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> wow. All right. Your next, this one is crazy. At plus 2300, Danny DeVito again. <laughs> Danny DeVito. How old is Danny DeVito now? <laughs> I mean, probably not that much older than Jason Alexander. <laughs> right, honestly. <laughs> I, you, is, DeVito is, hold on, <laughs> 75. Mm-hmm. All right, your next, <laughs> your next person is, uh, you might know her as Mrs. Family Guy, or uh, the Asian, the racist Asian lady. Yeah, Mrs. Swan. Mrs. Swan. <laughs> Alex Borstein at plus twenty five hundred. She's been cleaning up at the Emmys recently, but Mm -hmm. can she tackle the role of the penguin? (laughs) Uh, Again, can you can you imagine a single one of these people of these people (laughs) throwing a punch? Especially against someone as young as Robert Pattinson. That's the key with this stuff. Is like they try and sort of match the ages a bit. (laughs) Yeah, because otherwise it's really weird that this guy's like, well, I'm 62 years old. <laughs> uh, your next guy is uh, uh, the shitty Capote himself, Toby Jones, at oh. plus 2,500. <laughs> another person that I cannot imagine doing any physical violence. and This is, look, if you are an actor in Hollywood and you are on this list, this is upsetting. It's mean. It's yeah. mean. <laughs> All right, here's the guy who it could happen for, but I don't okay. think he's famous enough. Okay. But Caleb Landry Jones. Okay, I uh, don't think I know who that is. He's the brother in um, Get Out. Oh, Oh, he would be great, kind of. Well, at least he matches. Yeah, plus 2,800. But he's it's not going to be him. Because here's the other thing. I saw today uh, that they were talking to Colin Farrell. Uh, not on this list. <laughs> right. Well, also, Colin Farrell makes sense as, again, he's like the only person on this list that can do a push-up. Do you want to hear some you know? other people who don't make sense? Uh, okay, yeah, Jonah please. Hill, who already turned this down, plus 3,000. <laughs> I mean, just because he was probably like, like they mentioned it, and everyone spent a day on Twitter being like, oh, that fat, that fat fucking penguin. <laughs> uh, your next guy, uh, anywhere Jonah Hill goes, this guy's got to go. Seth Rogen, plus 3,000. I would love Seth Rogen to be the penguin. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, ba- oh, Batman! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this umbrella and like weed smoking penguin—that would be really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just talking about smoking it, weed all the time. Look, then... it would be a lot normal than more normal than these other two choices. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg plus forty-five hundred. Mike, can you imagine betting that and it paying off? 
how good would you feel about that? Like I just I had a gut feeling it was gonna be Whoopi playing the penguin opposite Robert Pattinson. <laughs> and then Betty White plus five thousand. Oh my god. <laughs> and then uh here's what I would bet. Uh the field the plus field. seven fifty. Love... Oh hell yeah. Get that get that free money. I might bet that right now while <laughs> recording, Joey. Uh, well, the, you can you can tease it too. Oh, oh. <laughs> on, with, there's another penguin bet here at myboogie.ag, and that's will a woman play penguin in the Batman movie? It feels like there's maybe some inside information <laughs> about a woman playing the penguin no is minus 1200 and plus and yes is plus 800 they 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 gotta have some inside information on this one the pattinson's just like i'll do it if i can work with borstein (laughs) (laughs) he's just a mrs mazel fan but no but the the no is the odds are crazy. <laughs> the no is minus twelve hundred, Sean. You have to bet twelve hundred dollars to win a hundred. <laughs> I just I just wanna see I wanna see Mrs. Swan do it. <laughs> um God, can you imagine them actually casting her and then just two days of Twitter of people like Freaking Mrs. Swan videos, and then like, they uh, fire her because <laughs> <Right>, they're <laughs> like she's actually canceled because of a sketch someone else wrote. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, that's mybookie.ag. Yeah. Uh, visit mybookie.ag today. Use promo code Roundrock. You play, you win, you get paid for knowing that none of those people are going <laughs> to play the penguin. Not not one of them. Sean, do you want to go do reader mail or news? I think let's make it a full mail episode. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it because the news is like not boring. It's boring. Um, yeah. Plus, who wants to talk about actual basketball? You know, what all, I mean? like, right, right now, all it is is like teams figuring it out, everybody getting hurt and like drug suspensions. That's it. A lot of those the- going around. Yeah. Um. Hey, just a lot of terrible tainted supplements. By the way, I should mention, John Collins, you're on one of our buttons and you have let us down. Mm hmm. You've let the children of Round Ball Rock down (laughs) by taking your tainted supplements. Joey, I'm going to I'm going to let you in on a secret, Mm -hmm. a little a little a little teaser. He's also the subject of this week's song. Oh, great. Yeah. Um. You'd think if you were on steroids, you know, you, you know what? Actually, let's talk about this real quick. Before it's only it's drop. only because of the thing he took seems weird because Here's the thing I don't care about what he took. Uh, but I want to say this joke real quick. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Clearly, the reason he didn't jump over that plane is because he was he was carrying too much muscle mass. Oh, less oh, steroids. Okay. He would have cleared that plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, it's. It is just weird to me that like DeAndre Aiden got suspended for taking like a clear steroid masking agent. Mm-hmm. John Collins took a growth hormone that made him eat more mm-hmm. so he could like gain weight, which I know is illegal, but it's just 
funny to me. Like I looked at the study link to that and, and the study literally involved giving male subjects this growth hormone and then just letting them loose on a buffet. That is bizarre. That's science, Joey. Um, all right, let's go to reader mail, Sean. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean, our first question comes from Lou. He asks, it took an on-court scuffle and being called a bitch on Instagram for Joel Embiid to confirm the butler cat cuck child rumors. What would it take for JoJo to out JJ Reddick's secret families? I have a theory about this, and I think it would be criticism from Brent Barry. Interesting. Because that would then uh, remind him of the Tony. He'd like launch in on the Tony Parker thing. And in his furor, he'd just be like, you can't even handle one family. My boy JJ has got at least two that I know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then someone would misread his emojis. I have a quicker answer. Uh, yeah. it's a date with his secret crush. Ooh, <laughs> who is that secret crush, Joey? He won't say. <laughs> what if it was JoJo? Oh, the J- JoJo. Uh, what if it was JoJo Dancer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that's what it was. He was trying to. Think we talk about how lame that was from Embiid, though, where he was like, "I gotta be an all star this year because this lady told me uh, I could go on a date with her." I mean, I do agree with this, but we are also maybe should cut Joel Embiid a little bit of slack, um, for you know being from the Congo. I just think we cut <laughs> Joel Embiid enough slack already. We all pretend he's super funny uh-huh. all the time. He's like, he's basketball grohl. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where they're like, look, we it's a weird thing with him and Blake Griffin, right? Where it's like, we judge Blake Griffin's comedy like he's a comedian, but judge uh-huh. Joel Embiid's comedy like he's an athlete. But I mean, he's also like a big, silly guy. He's a he's it. a big giant. Not that funny though. I think you're I think you're a little rough on Joel Embiid. I mean, I like Joel. I'm just saying. Would you prefer him not being ridiculous on Instagram? I no, think it's I better that. that he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, he's not the funniest athlete. That no, that's no. certainly true. That is that's definitely true. Uh, not even the funniest basketball player. But Who's we all the talk about him. Player? I mean, Dirk. Yeah, that's right. He has the funniest basketball player. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, our next question comes from John Sullivan. Okay. Why do reporters address coaches as coach? This is such a good question. This is a great question. Coach Popovich, Co- Coach Boylan, etc. I understand why players do this, since we have basically turned coaches <laughs> into military generals. Yeah. But the average NBA player reporter hasn't played organized basketball in at least 15 years. Howard Beck and Zach Lowe even do it with David Thorpe, who just runs an off-season training center. If a reporter addresses a player by his first name, isn't it weird that they don't do this for a coach? 
you know, another adult male in the field they work in. I'm going to say it's particularly weird with Ryan Saunders, who is younger than most of those people. Well, and then the Grizzlies, uh, Taylor Hackford, not Taylor Hackford, uh, what's his name? Lautner. Taylor Lautner is his (laughs) name. It's a beautiful child. (laughs) Taylor Jenkins, I think. Uh, Who... I could never remember is the his drummer name from the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah, I'm just he. That is a Foo Fighter to me. But yes, I I think of him more as uh, the star of CBGB. <laughs> oh, uh, Iggy Pop. Yes. He's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Iggy Pop in CBGB. Um, Sean, why do they do this though? I well, I mean, I think. Part of it is uh, the decline of independent journalism and the rise of, like, team media and super access journalism, probably. But it is weird because it, 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 like, do do you think it would be disrespectful just to be like, hey, Greg? Mm -hmm. I mean, Pop actually was in the military, but yeah, it's very weird that it's, that there's like a 55-year-old Star Tribune beat writer just going like oh m- m- mr sand mr sanders please please coach it's Sanders. not mr it's coach coach, <laughs> coach like like he's not your coach yeah it's very <laughs> weird uh i do have a riddle I mean, it's like he's a doctor i guess you I would did, i do have a riddle about this for you sean yeah. can i can i do this yeah, riddle please. for you let's see if you yeah, can yeah. solve this riddle okay a father and son have a car accident and are both <laughs> badly hurt <laughs> they are both taken to separate hospitals. When the boy is taken in for an operation, the coach says, I cannot do the surgery because this is my son. How is this possible? Um Oh, oh, they're they're gay. He has No, no, the coach is a woman. What? <laughs> but also not a surgeon, so I don't know why why the coach was in surgery. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, look, it's a it's a title of respect. Like, the way you'd... Like, if your friend was a doctor, would you constantly just say, like, oh, duh, doctor, doctor, what do you what do you think about this? Maybe they should. Maybe everybody should be addressed by their job title. Tra- Mr. Trainer, Mr. Trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but would you like that at all if you were, like, hosting at a comedy club? Host. Host. Host, host, great Keen. set tonight. Host, host, great set tonight. Hey, feature, feature, really good stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Freelance contributor. <laughs> Postmate. Yeah. Postmate. Um, but, they're, but they're sucking up. The Thorpe one is a little bit weird. Like, it's... I mean, it's, we've I been calling that's... him Coach Dave Dufour. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but that's more as a sign of respect, because he deserves our respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I guess that's how we know him in real life and do not call him coach. <laughs> We've just been doing it for the sake of no, the bit just, on this podcast. That is true. <laughs> We've never once called him coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've like referred to him in the third person as a coach, mm-hmm. but yeah. Coach, 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 will you do the podcast? Please, coach. <laughs> Now it's now I'm just gonna see all of them as just like a desperate like Willie Loman. From this point on, the only coach I'm gonna refer to as coach is Craig T. Nelson. Mm-hmm. That's, That's my right. goal in life. 
if that bartender from Cheers was still alive, I would also call him. Rest in peace, so. coach. All right. <laughs> but he died so that Woody could live. Mm-hmm. All right, our and next. That's why hemp is legal now. <laughs> our next question comes from Eusebio, who asks: With all these illegal substances contaminating innocent sl- supplements, I'm curious. What's the time you took a substance inadvertently, and who did you have to apologize to for your actions? I'm trying to think if I... I'm going to tell a story about um, where I kind of intentionally took a substance, but took way more of it than I meant to. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second time in college where we... This is a very blatant move to to make uh, pot brownies in a common area. Mm-hmm. It stunk up the entire dorm. We just had very little supervision uh, my freshman year. Um, but we tried making pot brownies the first time, and they were very unstrong. Mm-hmm. And then and we were just like, oh, this is bullshit. And then I came home one day, and I was I was g- about to go to a just burrito place with my friend and someone had made pot brownies again. And I was like, I better eat two right away Mm -hmm. because these are pretty weak. And then we got to the restaurant and sat down and I was unable to speak or look up, uh, for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And my friend who had eaten one weed brownie kept, trying to like keep me in it and I would just shake my head when he said things and they brought me my food and I didn't touch it or anything and finally he just like paid and we just abandoned our food and I didn't talk to him all the way back to the dorms and then I just sat in a corner Mm -hmm. so I would have to apologize to the restaurant and the friend and I guess probably whoever made the weed brownies because I ate way more than I should have Mm -hmm. um yeah, and I guess I, I guess I should probably apologize to my my old roommate Yi for is he on sin- Leon? Uh, yeah, that that's his name. <laughs> uh, the the chair he should apologize to those chairs he whose ankles he broke in that workout. God, I was hallucinating so many chairs during that, Joey. <laughs> um, I also have a college story. Okay, uh, it was my freshman year of college, and um. It was the first time I think I'd ever been sick. Like, not ever. I'm not David Dunn from Unbreakable. But, um, <laughs> like, it was the first R. time R. I'd been sick and not living at home, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. it was like, I wasn't eating. Like, I had a cold. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating. I bought my own weird cold medicine. Like, I was really poor. So I bought some, like, weird cold medicine. Uh-huh. And I think I took, I hadn't eaten anything all day, and then I took, like, a double dose of this cold medicine, and then went to a party, forgetting I'd taken the cold medicine, Oh! and drank a 40, and, like, immediately blacked out. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, uh, the only story, I, I, I think I, like... People were like, what was up with you, man? You drank a 40 and, like, it was like you drunk 12 40s. Um, I think it. I pulled the fire alarm at one point. 
I uh, was apparently having a conversation with somebody, and I thought we were in, ar- in an argument and got was, like, getting upset, and the guy was like, I agree with you! We're agreeing! Um, and then, like, I stumbled home, so I guess I'd like to apologize to uh, uh, myself for not uh, realizing I had a drinking problem uh, oh until I was 33 years old. <laughs> Oh, I to- I totally accidentally ate a like cookie that was that was like a regular cookie, but I was at this I was in Humboldt County at this comedy festival and someone had like I was told that someone like dusted it with Molly, mm-hmm. but it definitely was and it was the same kind of experience as you where it was like I didn't I wasn't even I didn't really think I had particularly ingested substances Mm -hmm. and was just like up until 3 a.m. in this Airbnb Uh, (laughs) chattering and terrified. Um, All right. Our next question and final question Mm -hmm. comes from El Hafnero who asks, I was talking about basketball with a friend the other day and she revealed to me that she went to college with Richard Jefferson and had a crush on him. I'm going to say right off the bat, Lady, you dodged a bullet because he would have left you at the altar. Mm-hmm. He's he's handsome. He seems like a fun guy. He's done but... it before. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he has. Sean and Joey, which players would have been your college crushes? Um, I mean, I guess I guess if I'm picking a heterosexual crush, um, it I think it would be Maya Moore. Um, I just think she's great. Yeah, really sure. good in that Uncle Drew Pepsi commercial. Love the way she plays. Mm-hmm. Just a great, great player for the Lynx. All right, get to um, the gay crush, man. <laughs> the gay crush. Um, I think I think if I had, I I really think Al Horford is extremely handsome. But I think I think if I had to pick like the 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 NBA player I would have the biggest crush on, it would be Serge Ibaka because of the show. Because of the show, but he's also just really handsome and like uh this guy he's got a great body, seems like he has a good attitude, and he's like he's tough. He's tough. Mm-hmm. And I and I really like how he plays too. Like a like a a shot blocking three point shooter. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I mean I did have a crush on a uh basketball player in college and his name was anthony randolph so oh. we all know that um <laughs> the one that got away and um yeah i mean i'm i'm always look i love greatness so uh you know my heterosexual crush would of course be um diana tarazi what's not to love about her man <laughs> she I, dom- love, I love a sassy a sassy gal um, I, I like that she kind of fights tough, too. Yeah. Tough, sassy. It's my uh-huh. favorite. Um, all right, Sean. That's our show. Uh, yeah. What would you like to plug? Um, check out. I got. I got a. I got a meet. I got a column about the Rockets on Yardbarker. You can read. Um, and then yeah, if you're in the Bay Area, New Year's shows December 29th through 31st at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um. As for me, you can always follow me on Twitter 
at Frankie Muniz, where I tweeted uh, a gif of the waiting room from Beetlejuice <laughs> with the text, my wife won't let me tweet about how fun going to the Social Security Administration and the DMV are, so use your imagination. Sean. Yeah. Why is Frankie Muniz at the Social Security Administration? I don't Administration? Wa- I don't wa- <laughs> Is he, is he, are they trying to draft him? Is he? Uh, did you write a song? I did. Um, it's, it's weird that the, the direction the songs have been going. We had multiple songs about the Phoenix Suns. This is a, another song about a drug suspension. It's a Carly Rae Jepsen song mm-hmm. and it's called, uh, Collins PED. Okay. Yeah. Um, Subscribe, subscribe, uh, to download, rate, review, mm-hmm. Patreon at Round Rock Pod, uh, Round Rock Pod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone. Um, thanks for being our listeners. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's go home. You jumped over a fake plane, I thought your dunk was insane, threw down like you were in pain, the video trended, seeing you with Trey was the best, the Hawks were having success, but then you failed a drug test, and now you're suspended, your arms were getting bulky, this makes Lord Pierce sulky, illogical to a Vulcan, why'd you have to do it Johnny? Hey, I drug tested you. And this is crazy, but it's growth hormones. Collins PD, it's hard to trust. Your alibi's weak, a tainted supplement. Collins PD, I guess the gunna. Just start your body, well he can gain weight. Without PDs, get ready for some. DeAndre Bembry, they'll miss his numbers. Collins PD. He wanted to get real swole, tired of being a beanpole, and now the team's in a hole, gotta play Damon Jones, violated the CBA, he's out until Christmas Day, you can't blame the FDA, putting meat on his bones, six weeks with no hooping, we'll miss the alley-ooping, weird colors when you're pooping, don't tell me Chandler Parsons playing, hey, I drug tested you. And this is crazy, but it's growth hormones. Collins PD, it's hard to trust. Your alibi's weak, a tainted supplement. Collins PD, hey, you'd get less time. If you were blazing, ask Nerland's Noel. Collins PD, Grant Hill is bummed out. Sir Foster's sobbing, it's all because of... Collins PD, before you came to the Hawks, the team was so bad, the team was so bad, they traded for Sheldon Mack, before you fell in the draft, the Hawks were so bad, Plumlee was so fat, and Mike Muscala rapped. It's hard to forgive. It's just unfair, man, but you let down the Tuskegee Airmen. I just retested you. And this is crazy, but it's growth hormone. Collins PD.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 